Hello everyone, I am John from More Than Dice, and uh, this is a blast in the past called Minis and Movies, and this is episode 28. I do apologize, it's been a while, uh, work's been a little crazy, uh, been a little uh, tired when I get home and not really recording much, plus a bit of a slacker, it took me a while to watch Expendables 3 again to do this recording, though at the recording I watched it like two months ago and haven't recorded since because I am a terrible person, but looking back to get on a more schedule, normal schedule, I, uh, I'm going to make some changes that I will discuss at each point um, of the podcast. Um, as usual, if you have any ideas for me, hit me up, John Oakland Spencer at yahoo.com or gmail.com. I really don't care. I have them both. Or, or Facebook, John Oakland Spencer. Or on Twitter, at John O. Spencer. Or you can just hit me up through More Than Dice. Hopefully, you guys are all fans of More Than Dice. So, uh, uh, for all you guys out there who are patrons and supporting us, I do appreciate it. It helps a lot. It helps us get uh, this microphone I'm using. Uh, I don't know if I've recorded any with this microphone. I may have. I've had it for a bit. Uh, and upgrade our cameras and keep us from having to spend our own personal funds on upgrading equipment when it goes bad and, you know, stuff dies like it does. Let's, let's bring more stuff. We've been doing some interesting streaming. I've been streaming my hobby streak. I've uh, Gons and I have streamed a couple games of Transformers the Card Game, which we'll be talking about in the future here. Um, yeah, it's been helping a lot. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm very glad we've made this not a patron exclusive so everyone can hear it. And also because I would feel like I was letting you guys down because I haven't recorded it in a while. So... With that all being said, um, we'll get started. Um, I am drinking some Maryland Moonshine, that would be local, uh, Sweet Apple Pie Moonshine, and uh, I just figured out how to drink it properly. Uh, it seems weird to say, but it's drunk like an American bourbon, so you put it in, you take it in, you take a sip, and you savor it for a bit to get the flavors, and then you don't shoot it. Shooting it just tastes terrible and burning. Hmm. But it's actually reasonably tasty if you sit there and savor it. Oh, I forgot to uh, run. Hey, hey, run. Hmm. Rest assured, there's like a couple second delay between every single one of these. But uh, you won't hear it in post because I'm going to remove it. So, hey. Okay, section one. Now I'm going to go back and section one... It's still going to be the hobby portion, and it may extend into two sections if I talk about multiple things, but, or I may skip section one and go straight to section two where I talk about card games and other games and stuff, and you know, it's, it's not going to be sort of, it's going to be a little more freeform than it has been in the past just so I can keep topics. Um, the last time I had a good topic, we were having trouble with more than dice, so I gave it to us to uh, record, um, but uh, I think tonight I'm going to cover a couple little things. And then we'll go along, because I have a ton of movies that I'm never going to get to for uh, more than dice. So I'm going to start doing that here, but we'll talk about that when we get to the uh, movie section, which is later. So, last I talked to you guys, we were talking about the uh, Age of Sigmar Slow Grow League, which went off. Went very well. I had about 13 players or so the first week, and then it uh, went down from there. Uh, I think the lowest we had most weeks was 9-ish, which is fair. I mean, nine's fine. We didn't get a lot of advertising in advance. Uh, store gave us a little support. But more importantly, I'd like to thank uh, both Muse on Minis for providing uh, some free stuff to give out to all the guys. They all got some of the cool uh, magnetic health counters and, and number trackers uh, and the bigger objective ones that they actually still use for stuff. I'm very pleased they gave them that. It was great. Guys got some good stuff. Uh, the store gave us some gift cards, but that was taken out of our entry fee, so that's not really necessarily given us. And then Archie Dan from Tectonic Craft Studios 
donated three gift cards also for people to go online and buy stuff. That was very nice of him. I appreciate it. And that is how you make a uh, successful uh, league or event is you get people to donate stuff to you. It helps so much. Make sure you pimp them when you do that. I did. Gave them lots of pimp. They get, you know, Hope Arcanan got some good use out of that and got some more sales. Uh, I know the other guys are considering buying stuff because it has he, they make he makes stuff they want and that's cool. Um, try and do that. Um, I'm gonna try next time to actually have some of the stuff in advance so I can show it off, and then uh, see what we can do for that. Um, next one is probably gonna be Legion unless I decide to, for some god awful reason, punish myself through the summer movie season by having my Fridays taken up by running a 40k one, which I know people want to do, want me to do, but. I'm not sure the time is right, but we'll just see. Because I know uh, we'll probably see the pre-release of the new Legion core set for Clone Wars in at Gen Con probably. And then the actual release shortly thereafter is what I'm guessing. So that is about the time I will run a Legion slogan. And I'll run through you guys with it all the, the whole thing. As uh, I think L. Marshall decided he is going to uh, help me with the rules. Uh, be a bit of a different beast because you can't just do the same way you do with uh, Age of Sigmar where it's like, hey, you learn rules and you get points for learning rules. Um, but that was very well received. The guys had a great time. In fact, uh, the greatest comp I got was Zatch and the guys were like, John, we always going to play in your slow girls. You always have a great time. As long as it's a game they care about, they're going to play. So it hits you right there in the feels. Makes you feel good. To those guys, hey, hey, we're on. Mm. Man, that stuff is way tastier when you drink it this way. I was shooting it at first, and it was not, it was not good. But you let it get there, let it, mm, it doesn't, it's not as hard to do it that way, it's great. Anyways, back to that. So, it ended, um, Zach won, because Zach always wins, because Zach looks at the sheet, calculates, and, and he does everything he can to do that. Uh, it was funny, I may have mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again, because it's been a while. His first game, he totally crushed, uh, for real, aka Chris. Um, like, just out of hand crushed him, it was ugly. And looked down like, I'm going to get my points, uh, John, there, there are no points for winning. And I'm like, that's correct, Zach, there are no points for winning. He's like, oh, very well, I guess I don't get points for that. <laughs> and it was good because it people let people play and not worry about winning. They're just looking at, and if you're looking at points, winning's not part of it. You only win if you're the underdog winning, because that's the, the good win. That's the one make you feel good. If you just crush your point out of hand, you're not an underdog, fucking who cares? You won. I mean, good job, but still. I don't want to score points for that. That makes too competitive an atmosphere. People were talking to each other like, oh, what kind of allies can I add? You know, what can I do? They're really enjoying it. Um, I think it's a pretty good overall format. Uh, I want to thank the guys at Weird uh, Miniatures who made that format up uh, originally, and I just sort of stole it and made it work for Age of Sigmar. So hats off to you guys. But it was a good time. We allowed people to start off and play, and I think there's room for another one. Um, I might try and get another night free, which is going to be difficult because, well, we'll talk about that in uh, the next section a little bit. But So that's where I am miniature-wise, Age of Sigmar. Uh, we just got done with that. Um, not Brushhead Dave and I have been playing a little bit of everything. We played some Legion, played some Age of Sigmar. He's looking at 40k, might be our next project. Uh, I just got Dark Age. Gonzo sent me his Dark Age stuff. Um, unfortunately, War Machine is not on my list. I, uh... No disrespect, I just don't think it's really for me still. You know, I've been trying it once in a while. I'll have a whole cast on that soon. I'm not sure when, maybe even tonight, and you guys will see it in the future. Uh, we'll see what kind of stuff comes out of my brain. But in any case, not really on my list right now. I am still getting mini crates, still keeping my, my finger on the pulse of it, because I still like the world. 
Um, I still like the overall idea of the game. I just never... <laughs> so those things that seem so much better, and then you play it and you're like, yeah, this is... Or I start to build a list, and I'm like, this was not as fun as I remember. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. No, I'm not going to dwell on the negative, just keep going forward. Um, who knows what we'll play. We might play some Shade Spire, some Night Vault. Um, he, uh, I'd hope in there kind of come up with something like Corn Demons for Shade Spire slash Night Vault. Warmer Underworlds would be great, because that would get him buying them. He doesn't care about the rest of the guys. Um, I know, uh, Paul might, uh, grab the new, he's got Shadespire, he might grab the new set, which are the, uh, Cardron Overlords, because he bought them for Age of Sigmar, he's been, he unfortunately showed up late to the game, he's not really in our slow grow, but he's got some guys he's working on now, might run a little something just for him and maybe El Marshall, because El Marshall had to miss all of it, because life got nutso for him. In fact, it's just clearing up now, he had like a couple weekends where he got to play, and, it was mostly other stuff. But in any case, that's where I am. Uh, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm streaming my hobby streak now on the More Than Dice page. Going to move to eventually be on More Than Dice and Twitch when we get everything worked out from a technological standpoint. Technical standpoint. Uh, actually painting models. That's right. Models have been painted by my hand. Uh, working on that, I'm actually going to try and, uh, I think I'm going to work on... Either 1,000, 1,500 points. I'll try to get a 40k force done, and then I'm going to jump over to Legion, try and get a Legion force done, and then maybe back to Age of Sigmar. Uh, I still need to get some stuff for my Trogoths to finish 2,000 points for them or so, and then I will be about done with them. I can add stuff later, but I want to leave them at 2,000, paint them, and then come back and see. And we'll see how that goes. Uh, I did some best te base testing. God, I cannot speak tonight. That turned out pretty well um, using some of the... Hold on, it's... Right here in my box, I want to rumble a little bit, make some noise. The uh, Agroan Earth and the Agroan Badlands, I forget which is which. The thicker one, I liked very much. Uh, I did not dislike the, the thin one, but the thicker one looked really good on the bases and all. The only thing I'm worried about is it flaking off. I'm going to look at some videos for that to see how it works, see if you need to seal it, uh, see what people do to keep it on there. But on that, yeah, it's been business as usual. Getting some games in, having a good time. Uh, been a little hit or miss on, uh, well, uh, not the Adventure Zero Bear, the Mediocre Trouble on the Big Easy because the holiday season has caused us to miss some episodes here or there. And I actually have two on the recorder right now to give to Gonzo because I'm a terrible person and forgot to upload it the last two weeks because it's been crazy. But work's starting even even out again. We're starting to get stuff in. And uh, we'll have to see how things go. So, that's a pretty uh, solid section one little update for there. Uh, I plan on doing, I have a couple other little things. Revisit some old ideas, like what I'm playing and why. Uh, what my list of games I'm interested in looks like now and why. And uh, and all that. So, uh, let's get on to uh, the next section, where uh, I think I'm going to talk a little about Transformers TCG. So, for that, run. Alrighty. So, uh, Paul, a.k.a. Bowie, one of our old uh, press gangers, still plays War Machine, one of my good friends, old friends. Started playing Transformers TCG, and no one around here played it. So he kept telling me about it and telling me about it. And I'm like, look, you know, if I can sell... I forget what I said it was. If I sell this thing, I'll buy some of it. I didn't sell that, but I came into a little bit of a financial windfall through another means. Something ended up uh, going my way. So I took some money, and I bought the starter, and bought a couple packs, and then started playing... Uh, 
Uh, Banyan, my roommate, uh, saw it. He loves Transformers 2. He started playing. We love card games. Then uh, Not Brush Head Dave jumped in. Uh, he generally trusts my opinion on card games. He's been enjoying it too. And then uh, we got uh, uh, Immortan Joe in. He's playing a little bit. He doesn't show up too often, but he has cards. Need to get him in more often. And then uh, El Marshall showed up and started wanted to play. So we came over to his house one time. He bought some stuff for him and his son. And uh, we sort of taught them how to play. And then we had another game day with him where we just... Uh, Played that for, uh, it was a role-playing night, so we went there, we showed up around 9 in the morning, played till about 12.30ish when we went to lunch, had lunch, went back to this place, played a couple more rounds for myself and uh, uh, not brush head Dave, then we rolled because we had to get uh, ready for the role-playing game. Um, Bowie stayed and played a bit more, Paul stayed a bit, played a bit more, so that was interesting. Uh, so we're really enjoying it, and uh, that's sort of the reason I have less time, is because every other Wednesday, uh, we come all to my place, well... Banian's place that I'm living at, uh, and uh, the four of us, uh, Banian, myself, Not Brush Head, Dave, and Paul, aka okay, Bowie, all play Transformers card game for a bit. Make up some decks, have some games, just have a good time, you know? Chill and play, very casual, relax, try some stuff out. And uh, the alternate alternating Wednesdays, Gonzo and I try to stream, and right now we're streaming Transformers because we're going to make a big deal about it when he teaches me Keyforge. Which is a game I said I wasn't going to get into. But he gave me decks, so I have not spent any money on it. So, it's fine. I'll play anything I don't have to pay for, I'll be honest. You hand me stuff, I'll play it. That's just how I am. I don't know how to play. I haven't even opened the decks yet. He gave me some. He said they look like they're fine. I'm like, take your word on it, man. Um, and that sort of gets into the reason why I got Transformers TCG. Because it does what Keyforge didn't do for me. It does what Magic used to do for me. For what uh, my... True card game loves of Shadow Fist and the old Decipher Star Wars uh, CCG did for me, and that is an Highlander. Highlander. We played the hell out of the Highlander card game, man. I could go for forever about old card games. But anyways, what they did for me is they actually give me that full hobby experience, sort of like how pre-painted models for X-wing and Legion and uh, not Legion Armada don't necessarily give you the full experience. You can play, you can make lists, but you're losing part of it. This is the whole experience. You can theorize. You make decks, you test decks, you, it gives you everything. Keyforge is just go and play. There's no nothing else to it. It's a great, great casual game. Uh, it's a license to print money. It's awesome. Hats off to FFG for making it up. But I want more from a card game. So we're playing this. There's a lot to it. Uh, I've been enjoying it. Even my <laughs> quote-unquote shitty decks have been doing pretty well. Um, it's not perfect, but Watchy's got their finger on the pulse. There was a infinite combo they recently banned part of, and some people got their... Sand and their giant about it, which is just shut up, guys. Come on, I can go on. A I'm going to go on a rant about that. If it gets something's absolutely totally broken in a game, they have to do something about it. They cannot let it stay, because I tell you what, the first time I sit down at any sort of play event and someone breaks out the infinite combo, I may get to make them play it out. They're going to have to shuffle their cards and keep taking their turns and doing everything. I'm not going to cut corners. They're going to do everything right until they actually fucking win the game, and then I'm going to punch them in the fucking face for bringing that shit. That shit's not fun. There's no skill involved in it. Someone has already cracked the code. That person has the skill. Hats off to that person. You made the thing. Good job. Now retire the thing because no one needs to play it. But you're not anything. You are less than... You are a piece of shit if you're just playing the perfect infinite combo that goes off every game pretty much turn two and you just win the game. That You're not doing anything for the game. You are a detriment to the game. 
So get that shit out of here. I'm glad Watsy banned it. Banned a card that made it not work. Uh, I had a more elegant uh, solution, but until they make a new rule book that will come out in a set, it would not be easy to implement. And maybe they'll change their mind. Maybe they'll go like, all right, here's, you know, second edition or second edition, you know, wave four, let's say, something super like that. It has a new rule book. Uh, everyone's going to buy it. Here's the new rules. And it's got this change because uh, my change was no one could take more than two turns in a row. It made the infinite combo still a viable deck because you're going to get two turns every time. What can you do with it while well, I'm taking turns, every, you know, one for every two of yours? You know, um, so that it made it a deck. You got to play the game. You know, they get, they do some damage every turn. I don't think it would actually be a viable deck anymore. I think it would be, you know, gimmick, probably not work too well. But you at least you have to play the goddamn game. You don't just sit there and cycle cars and take turns for forever. Um... But uh, we'll see what they actually do with that in the future. Right now, they banned... Uh, and the card they banned is this card called Swap Parts. lets you swap two characters' upgrades, and then they basically count as being played again. So anything they do upon being played immediately goes off, which ends up starting this infinite loop of him getting lots of stuff. It's all good. I mean, it was an inventive idea, and it's totally broken, and it's fixed now, so it's no worries. But I do still like the game. Um, I would say there are only... I think we decided there are really only a handful of broken characters. Not all of them are fully broken. Um, there are, in my opinion, uh, two totally busted characters. One very busted and needs an errata or a fix. And another one that needs a little bit of an errata. Because in certain formats he's just stupid. Um, and uh, I'll go more into that in the future when I start talking about decks and stuff. I might do a little deck tech from time to time. But I am enjoying building it. There's a lot to it. Um, every time they put up a new set, they come out with a new uh, new features. And that makes it interesting. They just did Rise of the Combiners. And Combiners are cool. Uh, very inventive idea where the Transformers are big cards. If you guys haven't seen them before. Uh, I will probably have Gonzo and I do a video of how to play Transformers at some point. But they're bigger cards. Like 3x5 sized. And, you know, they just flip. One side's a Transformer in bot mode. One's is alt mode. And, uh... The combiners are different in that one side, it, it's it's creased, it's got a cut in it so you can bend it. And they're reasonably sturdy, though people have made um, hard protectors that you can have a little thing you can slide back and forth to know what form they're in. And that is the way forward because I played my Predaking deck, the Predacons, turning into Predaking, uh, about, I don't know, 14 or 15 times and those guys were getting a little rough. I was worried they were going to break a little bit before it was over so that's no bueno having them break so uh i got some of those of course doing that but uh it's really interesting because what they do is like I said you fold them one half is the bot mode one half is the alt mode when you start in alt mode transfer into bot mode and then if you need to make predaking when you combine by playing a card and having everyone in bot mode they open up and the other side is a piece of predaking so you put the five guys together you make predaking or six in the case of optimus maximus or uh Devastator, who is a standalone box set, thus the easiest one to get. Though honestly, uh, the Aerial Bots and uh, Protector and uh, Menasaur, the Stunticons, are also pretty easy since they're commons in the set. But in any case, that's neither here nor there. Been enjoying it, a lot to it. Uh, we'll give you more of a full review after we uh, have a video to point to. There's a bunch on the internet, but I want something that's ours to point to because I trust Gonzo and me more than I trust some guys. I've seen a lot of guys playing it. Uh, Lee McAlpin from Bleeped Up Studios has been doing it. Bleeped Up Productions. We're thinking about doing a collaboration at some point. He's got to get his 
get to a point where he wants to, but I put that bug in his ear because, I mean, I love those guys. They're great. I, I love getting collaborations with webcams and Skype upping their ante on how they handle uh, webcam interaction with Skype function is going a lot better. So there's a lot of potential out there, and we'll have to see how it goes. So there's your little card game slash other game corner for now. Um, I will be in the future talking about a game called uh, Prowlers and Paragons. It's a new superhero game. Might replace Champions as our game of choice when we go back to the Adventures of Sewer Bear, which will happen. But right now we're enjoying uh, Mediocre Trouble and the Big Easy. Uh, so uh, we'll probably talk about the uh, the feng shui system in a little bit uh, at some point. Uh, I plan on doing little you know bits here or there about these things. I don't know if I make them separate podcasts or what. If you have any ideas about that, hit me up at John Spencer on Twitter, John Oakland Spencer at gmail.com or yahoo.com, John Oakland Spencer on Facebook, or just hit up the Morden Dice if you have any ideas about that. If you want to hear, like, oh, I'd love to hear about the role playing games you're playing system wise, and I'd like to hear it as part of minis and movies, or I'd like to hear it separately. Just let me know. I'll probably do them separate because we're on the. Hey, I think this is going to be the first one on the Muse Network where all of our system Muse Network. Thank you, Muse, for adding us. It is uh, great to be amongst you guys you guys are legends and uh i appreciate a great deal uh ron ah all right very good on the movie section the long-awaited long in-depth review of expendables 3 and Expendables 3 is i'm going to spoil here my favorite of the three movies it hits all fires on all cylinders more or less it has only minor plot holes, in my opinion, that I care about, let's say. The cast is excellent. Uh, the returning cast, not always good. Jason Statham has steadily sort of gone downhill a little bit in these, and I think it's because he's got less of a role, and I can't really blame him for that. Dolph Lundgren is solid and one of the better characters in there. Um, Randy Kocher is fine being in the background, which is fine. Um... Terry Crews is, uh, gets injured in this one and in the hospital, so he doesn't get to do too much, which is unfortunate. He is amusing for the times he's on the screen. Uh, Social Sloan is fine. He's very comfortable in his role as Barney Ross, and I enjoy his role as Barney Ross. And then all of the newcomers... Oh, sorry, Jet Li's in it also. He is better than he has been in the past movies. He's enjoyable, only in it for a short amount. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, and he is just fucking great. Like... He has taken his little shit bit part from the first one that was kind of annoying into a slightly bigger part in the second one that was solid to actually good. I actually enjoy seeing him on the screen for this. It is enjoyable and great. And then uh, the bad guy you find out early. Let's go in order. In order, they add, uh, they rescue one of the old Expendables who's been holding on a prison off the grid, which is why it's taking so long for Barney to get him out. And it's Wesley Snipes. Which is awesome, because Wesley Snipes is awesome. I love getting him in this series, and he has a hell of a uh, Dr. Death. He has a hell of a uh, personality. They, 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 they get him in real quick. They get him do his thing. It's, been very, it's very amusing. He has a bunch of great lines. Him, The best part now, maybe, uh, for him, is how he and Jason Statham play off each other, because they're both knife guys. As he said, he's a knife before Christmas, which is a fucking terrible line, but it's awesome at the same time. Um, but uh, And then they find the, the bad guy who's an ex-expendable named Stone Banks, played by Mel Gibson, very well. I like his crazy bad guy. Their, their bad guy's just gone up to, I mean, I've gained new respect for the first Expendables movies from watching them recently. But I actually think 
I actually really think that the third one is the best, but I've gained, and their villains just go up. Jean-Claude Van Damme was great. Mel Gibson was great. I'm upset they're not making a fourth one. But the PG-13 didn't do it, which is too bad, because I actually thought getting rid of the not very good fake blood effects helped a lot. In any case, though, back to the idea. And he uh, ends up shooting Caesar, trying to kill him. They live, but uh, they go back. They've been busted up. And their new contact with the agency is... Uh, they got rid of Bruce Willis, which is too bad. He was doing fine in the second movie. His first movie outing was bad. His second movie was better. But they got Harrison Ford, who is growling up the scenery well and enjoyable. Not great, but he's he's enjoyable. Um, as a drummer, operations officer drummer. Uh, I enjoy him. He has a bigger part than... He's about the same part Bruce Willis had in the in the one before. Uh, but it's enjoyable. Uh, and so Barney Ross, not wanting to lose any of his friends, goes and... Uh, Breaks up the team, and he's going to go find new people. So he contacts his uh, Napoleon, who is his, uh, or Bonaparte, who is his uh, sort of contact, his fixer for finding new guys, by Kelsey Grammer, and Kelsey Grammer fucking kills it. He's not in it a lot, but every moment he's in it is great. He fucks with them. Their chemistry is great. And you're going to find that a lot. I find this movie has a lot of good chemistry, and that makes it enjoyable to watch, you know. They go through this whole thing where they find Thorne, who's like an expert computer hacker and sort of parkour, you know, rock climbing guru. Um, he's pretty cool. Um, the actor hasn't really played much, but he's enjoyable in what he does. Uh, they get um, John Smiley, who's uh, there sort of obviously grooming to be the next leader type, but uh, he's a loner. It's just a job, you know, broken sort of guy. Um, I feel like he could have had an arc, but he didn't. And that's sort of the problem with this, is almost no one has a fucking arc in this movie because there's too many fucking characters. Uh, but it's still enjoyable. I feel like they could pare it down and do sort of like the Fast and Furious is doing now and have characters have their own, you know, smaller teams go out and do stuff and you get more arcs from characters. But that guy's fine. I don't remember being anything. They have Ronda Rousey in it. She is great. Um, this movie made me realize I wouldn't mind seeing her in more movies. She was personable, fairly charismatic. Her action chops are legit. Um, hopefully she gets herself sorted out and can star in more movies. She is uh, honestly enjoyable. <clears throat> and then they have ooh, another guy who's pretty forgettable, who's sort of like the just out of the military, military gear guy. He has some fun moments, but he's sort of the least used character behind, say, Thorn. Uh, and Thorn's only more used because there's some scenes where he has some really good... He makes a plan for assaulting... Uh, getting stone banks that is just amusing the way he puts it out there uh, and the whole dynamic between the two teams between the old team and the new team is great everything that's great and then between the new team and uh special Stallone is great to barney ross um very cool uh antonio banderas man antonio banderas is fucking awesome uh as golgo and he is he has he has an interesting tiny arc to him a little bit heartfelt that's uh that's pretty good but it's good seeing all these guys together in a movie. Um, they capture uh, the bad guy whose name escapes me now because I've been drinking. And Stonebanks. And then, uh, of course, the, he's being tracked. He gets his whole big spiel, backstory. Interesting way to put the exposition out there. They roll it in there as part of them talking with Barney, trying to get in his head. Uh, then up getting captured. Not all of them, though. Barney Ross gets blown off the uh, bridge into the water. He sends guys after him, and of course, Barney Ross kills them all, gets back to his ship, and goes to his plane and flies back to the U.S. But Stonebanks has all the kids, as he calls them, and is going to execute them if he 
if Barney doesn't come back for him. Uh, so Barney, uh, too proud to ask his old team to come back. He has just uh, Gogo, Antonio Banderas, who comes to help him. They're both going to go. But of course his old team shows up. They head back. And uh, go to rescue the kids. They get in, get there, break them out. But uh, it's a trap. And some good stuff happens. The whole end of the movie is one giant fight scene as a hotel, old hotel gets ruined and the whole army comes after them. Um, most members get a moment to shine. Um, just enjoyable, fun action. That is more... The Expendables 3 is what I expected from The Expendables 1. It is the throwback. It's get as many stars as we can can to come play this movie and have a fucking good time. Throwback to like commando style action with a little less violence in this case it's PG-13. I love the crap out of it. It's the best of the series. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it like a shot and a half, two shots of Kraken. It is... I mean, it has its bad points, but there are very few and far between. It's mostly just hampered by there's so much going on, but I think it rises above the regular source material of The Expendables and ends up being really good. So, there you have it. Uh, Expendables uh, for movie system go movies going forward. I am gonna if I can name the movie beforehand, I will. But expect a lot of me just throwing a random movie at you, just so I'm not stuck. Like, oh, I've watched a movie, but it's not the movie I promised, so I can't do that. But I'm, I don't want to get into that. I want to be if I got an idea, I guess grab a movie that I've watched and go, and then try and make it up on more than dice if I'm doing that. So I might get a theme. Who knows? Sort of depends on how much I talk in the movie. I probably will do a lot of older movies that I may not want to talk about on More Than Dice, like if I see it again. Example, my mom and I will be seeing uh, Captain Marvel here in the future. And I may not want to talk about that on More Than Dice because we're going to talk about Captain Marvel. Maybe we'll do a longer Captain Marvel here. Maybe I will. Who knows? Um, but we're going to keep it more free-flowing. If i got an idea what it is. If you got a movie you want me to see, by all means, throw it my way. I'll be happy to watch it. But uh, there we go. Means the movie's 28 done. I uh, hope we have 29 for you in about two weeks. Uh, I'm going to try and record as many as I can, get them in the bag, and just get some stuff for you guys to listen to. As usual, any comments, throw them up. I've said all my stuff in the beginning and the middle. I don't need to say it again. Till next time, everyone. Ron.